What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the 11th episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. I am so happy, excited to be here with you guys today. I got a good jam-packed show, so without further ado, let's get it started. And again, welcome into the second season, episode 11 of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. Now, I just wanted to start off with a little bit of breaking news today. Um, it came out earlier. I saw it across my phone that Tiger Woods announced that he is returning to the Masters. Um, When I got the news, I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, a, a big I I don't know. I guess it's just a big ball of uncertainty, I guess, for some people when it comes to Tiger Woods. I mean, even when it's when, you know, it comes to me, I can remember being like young and people used to talk about Tiger Woods and I'm like, okay. And then it's like through everything, like all of this cheating scandals and just like the accidents and everything, it seems like nothing, you know, stops him. So I don't know, like I, it's almost, you know, Tiger Woods and Tom Brady, when you think about it, is like the same, you know. Not in the terms of just the drama surrounding the athletes, just in the uncertainty of retirement. Like, I mean, Tiger was in that one car crash last year, probably around this time, when the car rolled over several times and all of this. And it's crazy because it's almost like we still don't know what to come, what come out of that, what happened, um... As far as did he get in any trouble because it wasn't nobody else on the road with him. He just out here causing all kind of disruption. But it was just even more tragic because he was so hurt. He had to go through rehab to learn how to walk again and even, you know, play golf again. Like a lot of that was uncertain. Once he was able to, he Tiger Woods in the flesh back out there, you know, on the field, on the green. So I'm just. I mean, I'm interested to see how he do it. Do I think that he can win it all? Is this the same Tiger? Uh, it's not seeming like it, but, I mean, he is still a, a phenomenal player. It's even cool watching when he does the things with his son. Um, well, everybody called him Little Tiger. I don't think that's his name. I want to say it started with a C. Um, but he looked just like him. Same mannerisms when he hit the ball and, you know, he – the ball, the golf ball goes in the hole. He makes the same, like, little fist balled up um, champion. I mean, not champion, but um, I guess his celebration moment. So I I think that that's cool that he's molding his son, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, what it seems like it, it to um, not just Tiger Woods, but even LeBron James was saying he wants, he wants to – stay in the league so that he can at least still play with his son for a year. And then, you know, you just – I don't know. I guess it's just wanting to be a part of your child's legacy as well. I'm not sure, but I'm ready to see Tiger go ahead and chill, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, I know I wasn't shocked, like I said, but, I mean, hey, it is what it is, you know. The Masters is this weekend, guys. It starts Thursday, April 7th. It goes to Sunday, April 10th. 
I personally probably will not watch too much of the game. Um, but I do know that my grandfather will be watching it, and he's going to give me all the highlights. That's usually who I get my golf highlights from. So I am interested in hearing them after this weekend. Um, another big thing this week for us here are the fans in Detroit is opening day. Um, now, I know I said a lot about this last week. Um, I'm just excited. It's it, Opening day is almost like a, another holiday here for us in Detroit. I'm sure opening day is a, probably a holiday across the state. Um, I'm sorry, not the state, but across the, the U.S. Every team, their opening day, I mean, if it's not fun, it should be. Your team is whack or the fans is whack. But, you know, it's more than just baseball. It's just the the fandom, like going downtown to tailgate and have fun and meet people and just play the games and drink and everything. It's just, I mean, Wow. And then it's it's like one of many days you can get up and drink in the morning unapologetically. Like, you know, sometimes it got to be a birthday or a holiday or we on vacation and we doing this. And that's the only reason why you get a pass when you drink during the day. Like, I saw a funny meme actually um, today. It was like, you know, people talk about people who drink during the day. Like, is there a time that the throat open or whatever? And I thought it was so funny. But it's just some kind of like unspoken rule you just shouldn't have a drink during the day but on opening day everybody is going to go downtown and expect a good time one thing about the tigers though it just seems like over time the tigers really have been just molding the team especially since aj hinch came over um he's been working good a really good manager and it, it the team is now going back to what it once was the last time the Tigers was in, like, World Series talks. Um, I want to say 2008. I want to say 2008. Um, yeah, around, like, 09, something around that time. It, it's just the, now we have uh, the other day Austin uh, Meadows, the offense. <coughs> Excuse me. Outfielder Austin Meadows, he's now on the Tigers. They they picked him up from the Rays in a trade. Um, I mean, young guy, hurt, you know what I'm saying, sick, you know. I'm not going to say this is a good trade. I mean, well, it's a great trade, honestly, but we have to see how this plays off. Is, if he's, is, is Austin going to stay healthy? What's going on here? You know, but it, it puts more pressure on our outfield. You know, I think that AJ, the team, like, they're really doing well at putting everybody together and uh, and taking some pressure off of Miggy. Like, it just seemed like Miggy has had to carry the team on his back for quite a few seasons now. And then it would seem like a lot of pressure was on him to get those 500 home runs last season and one – you know, it's like, oh, my God, he would all the most had it. And, and it was almost like everybody was counting the home runs and all of that. Could you imagine the pressure in that period? But with the new guys, the guys coming up out of the minors, I feel like, you know, that takes some pressure off of him. It puts him not even in the top five to bat. Like maybe they'll have him bat five, maybe six. I don't know. It's just 
I'm interested in seeing the, the the Tigers this season, especially just to see if they'll make it into the playoffs. Well, I think they will make it into the playoffs, but I think this season, this year, they really, really, really have a run, um, you know, for the central title. I don't, I don't know. That's a big step, especially with the White Sox. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for opening day. One step at a time is all I can say. To be honest, it's just Detroit teams in general. We as fans would be so like, oh my god, this is the best thing that's happened to us, or you know whatever. But then it's like the teams just find some kind of way to. I don't know, like hurt our feelings. <laughs> is that a good word to use? It's just weird. I, I, But of all four major teams in Detroit, I do have the most faith in the Tigers um, this upcoming season. Just the work that they've been putting in, in the direction that they're going. You can really see, you know, A.J. Hinch's, um, you can see his, like, vision of the team really coming to fruition. So I'm excited to see that and just what, you know, he really do from here, what they honestly have coming up. I don't, I, I'm sorry. In my personal opinion, I do think that if the team sucks again, or if they don't make that run for the central or even the um, world series, I think AJ Hinch is out. Like, I do think that the scandal, I don't think that people will necessarily hold that over his head anymore. I mean, it was a big thing when the Tigers was picking him up. Oh, my God, the scandal, you know, and the team, all that stuff that they were saying around it. Y'all know if y'all don't. Short, Long story short, they were saying that the team was doing things to pick up on cues, uh, giving the cues from the other teams, beating on trash cans and all kind of stuff just trying to throw them off and you know little stuff like that and it was like a lot of controversy around this time there um with the other team I believe it was <clears throat> excuse me the Red Sox but it's I don't know I mean not the Red Sox the Astros I don't I don't necessarily sorry y'all that's my dog I don't necessarily understand what I don't know, like, all I got to say is if the Tigers don't win, A.J. Hinch is out. I think that if the Tigers is a losing team, mark my words, he probably got about two more seasons in Detroit, and that's that. I'm just hoping we get a good opening day. I honestly hate when the Tigers lose on opening day. Like, oh, my God. Teams literally should allow other teams to just win on those days for the sake of the fans. But, I mean, I know you got a job here to do. You can't just do it. But I do hope and pray that the Tigers blow this out. I'm looking forward to seeing pictures and videos and just being down there myself, being amongst the atmosphere. Guys, it is Friday. It's it's like the start of our spring, basically, here in Detroit. So, y'all, if y'all down there and y'all see me, say, hey, holla at me, what's up, let's talk some baseball, we could talk some football too, whatever. But just come see me and say, hey, and I'm looking forward again to all the pictures and everything else. Moving along to some other news, it was just a lot that dropped last week. It's like doing these shows on Tuesdays is cool, but then I'm like, oh, my God, everything comes out afterwards. So... 
Big news from last week. We talked about Tom Brady wanting to come back. Okay, so this is where things got interesting. Last week after the show, it was a breaking news. Bruce Aarons, the um, head coach of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, retired from the team. Now, at first it was like, oh, my God, what, what, why he retired? Did he quit? Did he get fired? You know, blah, 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 what's going on? And then more information started to come out. He's not actually stepping down from football, but he's going to work in um, the, on the personnel side. He's going to go ahead and work in the home office. Front office, I don't, you know, let's just. Office assistant. <laughs> but, no, he's going to work in the front office with um, the team. I was like, oh, my God, um, do Brady not like his coach? You know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So I've been doing, like, some reading on this. And uh, interesting Sports Illustrated had came out with a um, piece the other day that was just talking about the amount of people that knew about the trade ahead of time and, um, I mean, not the trade, I'm sorry, knew about his retirement ahead of time, like who knew and what were they planning to do? Well, what I have, what I have gathered from Sports Illustrated and a few other sites is that Bruce had been wanting to retire. Actually, he didn't even want to come back last season, um, but he went on ahead. He came back, you know, good for him, and – he wanted to retire this season, but when all of the stuff came out about Tom Brady, um, it was like, what do we do? Where do we go from here? And how are we going to fix this? So in a meeting, I guess what they were saying is every weekend, um, I don't want to butcher his name, but the GM, Jason, you know, we're just going to call him Jason L because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And when I say some people's name wrong, y'all love commenting. That's not right. So Jason L, the GM with Tampa Bay, they all getting their meetings and they've been talking about retirement, but who was going to replace Bruce, you know, who was a good person to put in the hand in the team's hands. So what I'm gathering is that Aaron's always wanted it to be one of his assistants. Um, not necessarily. I, I believe he wanted Ty Bowles up next anyway. So Ty Bowles, congratulations. He is the new head coach of um, Tampa Bay, which in my eyes makes it way better because they didn't bring somebody from outside of the team. Um, you know, which, you know, these people had to like basically gain respect for them players and learn the players and get to know new people and everything. So it's good that they didn't go through that whole interview process and everything they hired from within. Wonderful. Um but Aaron's did, you know, he he did in this interview I, I read with Sports Illustrator think that Brian Leftwich, I mean Byron Leftwich would be, you know, next up as the another head coach in another team. What it was interesting to know is they were so tight lipped that Brady knew about the retirement, but that's it. So it was Arians, Brady, and you know the GM Jason. I want to believe that although Tom Brady wanted to come, I mean, you know, wanted to retire and probably come back anyway, he did it for the sake of the team. I always talk about how Tom Brady is just this fantastic team player. He's always seemed to have shown that um, even when he was on the Patriots. And just to see the players who play with him, they they always speak highly of Tom Brady, not necessarily like, oh, my God, you know, 
Tom Brady is a, you know, bust. Like, you never really hear people talk good about Aaron Rodgers. Let's just keep it real. I mean, real. What's wrong with me today, y'all? But you never really hear people talk about Aaron Rodgers. And it's just, I mean, you can tell he's arrogant. Like, you can just tell he has fewer friends on the team than a little bit. And it's just, I don't know. It is what it is. On the other hand, you have somebody like Brady who's willing to take pay cuts and, you know, everything like that for the sake of the team. And it is just phenomenal player. I love him. I think now that Brady, because be prior to Brady basically announcing hit that he was coming back, and he had always been dropping little breadcrumbs for people. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even think it was the fact that people was, like, pressuring him to come back. Like, hey, come back, come back. He's just like, look, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I might be there, I might not. You know, who knows? But he back. I just wonder if it was like, oh, I'm going to announce, or you announced that you're coming back before I announced my retirement. Because it was, like, all in the same week, basically. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, and uh, again, I will say my first, you know, I guess my first thought was, like, he don't like his coach, you know. He didn't want to come back unless Aaron's was leaving, which wasn't the case because now it's looking like he's only back because Arians wanted to leave, and they didn't want to leave the team, you know, in the uproar. Uh, a quote ESPN had from Bruce, he was talking about his succession, and he was saying it's been – you know, huge for him. He wanted to see, you know, Ty Bowles be a successful coach and didn't want to have to leave the team, you know, into somebody else's hands. So it was important to make sure that when he retired, Todd, you know, got the job. And it wasn't like he's not um, qualified for, you know, this guy. He's been a coach since like 97, former player and everything. And, you know, he's been an assistant on several teams coached for several teams and has, you know, was their defensive coordinator last season, um, for the actual the last couple of seasons. Um, so I think that it's actually great, you know, for Ty, Ty's getting his chance back into the coaching spotlight. This isn't his first um head coaching go around. If you guys remember, he was the head coach for the New York Jets for a couple of years. Um, not the best, but I do think that it is his time. He is, you know, better for the job now. And I'm just excited for him, especially what the things that's going around in the league with having, um, you know, minority coaches anyway, the head coach, what's going on with the lawsuit uh, with Brian Flores after being fired from Miami and the whole text message scandal um, with the Patriots head coach. I can't think of his name at the moment. Um, texting him, congratulating him when it really was supposed to be um, the other guy for the New York job. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I I think I think it's good for Ty. This isn't one of the jobs where I feel like they hired these guys as like um, paperweight seat fillers or whatever. Oh well, you have to be the coach during the rebuild once the team gets to wherever. You know, they fire them or, oh, well, the team suck right now. We're going to bring in this minority coach. And if they don't bring the team together in one year, <laughs> we're going to fire you. It's just it, – it's a different situation for him. It makes me feel like, you know, this is a good spot for him and Brady and the rest of the team. 
I'm still unsure what's going on with Rob Gronkowski at the moment um, because I feel like he only wants to play one time. He's playing with his friend. Um, when they asked him last season, when the season was over, if he was coming back, he was unsure. But this was like after. This was already during the time when Tom said he was retiring and, it, and he still hasn't said anything. So I'm hoping Gronkowski come back for another year as well. But so long, Bruce. I mean, enjoy retirement from head coaching. You know, he was a coach for a while too. You know, remember he coached for the Cardinals. He's been around as well, so it's about time he had to go. You know what, too? Now that I think about this, and I don't want to get off topic, but it's like I'm glad that a, a lot of younger men are being put in these positions anyway, not to say that older men don't deserve it, but it's like, damn, don't y'all want to retire and enjoy life for a little bit? Like, coaching seems to be stressful, but – it's just like the president. Like, why do we keep getting all these old-ass presidents? Like, well, you know, I think Pete, Pete Buttigieg or whatever would have been a decent president, but he was young, you know, younger guy, you know, whatever. And I think that his age kind of really stirred people away from wanting to vote for him. Um, I, I think it's about time. Like, they really should make people retire at a certain age, basically, like – Especially if you worked and you really got, like, the capital retired. Why are we still doing this? You know, go ahead and retire. Last thing we need is Joe Biden to fall asleep in another meeting. These people are tired, but I digress. Um, So before I move on, I'm just going to touch on the draft. I got to say this every single week until the draft start. The NFL draft is um, April 28th through the 30th. We are two weeks away from the draft. I am excited as of right now. Um, the Lions got two thirty-two and thirty-four, I believe. That's some great spots <laughs> we can draft. I'm I'm hoping that the Lions don't draft a quarterback. Um, we really got to go defensive in. Um, we need we do need a safety. I don't think we need a safety at number two. Um, thirty-two is maybe okay, but number two, no. Um, I'm hoping we can get Aiden Hutchinson. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again, but it's, I don't know. It just depends on what Jacksonville do. If Jacksonville is smart, they will draft where it's needed. I think every team needs a good defensive in this, um, go around though. Like you can see how the, the league changes like over, you know, what they need or who needs to be drafted. Like what major teams are going to go after. I think this, season or this time around like the the league is more offensive driven so you got to have good defensive players to stop an offense and without that defensive end that's going to get to the quarterback right away or pressure the quarterback at least you know I don't know so I believe every single team needs to have that piece um and that's why it's just questionable if Jacksonville is going to go there or it, will they um, draft the offensive tackle because they need that to protect um, Trevor Lawrence. I don't – ooh, sorry, y'all. I don't understand, though. I don't know. I think – I don't know. I think that they should draft the offensive tackle, but I feel like they're going to go ahead and get Aiden Hutchinson, which means Kavon Thibodeau falls to us. 
Um, which is fine. I'm not even gonna be mad. I'm gonna have to do my mock draft. Um, I probably do one next week, and then the draft will be out. I'll probably probably do two. I'll do one next week. See where, do some research on some other ones, and then give you another one. Um, the following week to draft week, and see. Now remember, I did my mock draft episode last season, and hey, boom! I said we would get Panay Swell, and bam, we did. And he did good. Weird, though, because he started off, um, you know, on the right side, preseason, all that, and it was looking real shaky. You know, he moved over. Taylor Decker was injured. You know, good. Good for him. You know, everybody was like, he's a generational talent, and he had to move back over. And I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> I don't know, but he's actually phenomenal. Like the rookies last season did amazing. That's why I'm I'm just happy to see the the direction that um general manager Brad Holmes is going in this season as well. Just I don't know. But I'm I'm draft is the twentieth through the thirtieth. Another big news, the Rams won it. You know, okay, so last season I mean, not last season, because they won. Duh. Matthew Stafford went over there. They picked up OBJ, Von Miller. Boom, they got it. Funny with the Rams, though. Von Miller retired. He get his next ring. He got his ring with Denver. He got a ring with the Rams. He retired. Aaron Donald wanted to retire, but he talked them into staying and then bust up on them. Funny. Well, last week, they, they hired Bobby Wagner. Not hired. You know, y'all, I don't know what's wrong with my words today. I do apologize. This is um, this crazy. I've been saying everything I wanted to say, but wrong terms. <laughs> Bobby Wagner signed with um with the Rams from Seattle. He's got a five million, a five year, fifty million dollar deal. The defense is now made up of Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Bobby Wagner. That defense is going to be sick. Okay. Sick. Okay. Sick. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, how you say you getting another Super Bowl without coming out to say those words? Like, it's in a especially a weak NFC. Like, the NFC is so freaking weak. I mean, when you look at the teams in the NFC. The best quarterback is Matthew Stafford. You know, you would have to put him on that pedestal because he is the reigning Super Bowl champion. Um, And then you have to – well, I think it would be a tie between Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. I don't want to just – Tom Brady is way better than Matthew Stafford. I'm just talking about from last year's teams and the personnel on the team to what – how much they'll do next season. So if I want to correct myself, the better quarterback on the in the whole NFL to me is Tom Brady. But if we're just going to go to the NFC, you have Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I wanted to say Kyler Murray, but no. I wouldn't put him in in that conversation, um, especially seeing as though we don't even know. Kyler, he wants out of Arizona. 
I mean, I seen some April Fool jokes that was talking about he was traded to the Lions and all this. It's just that was a lot. Um, but yeah, so you got three. Sucks for the NFC. You know what I'm saying? Questionable quarterbacks across the the rest of the whole thing. Like, I don't know. I think that's why Aaron Rodgers came back because I mean it's barely no competition. So you're you're putting yourself in a position to get back to the big game. Aaron Rodgers' problem is he choke. Like, I don't know. He just sucks. Once you have to get there, I mean he gonna get you there, but good luck after that. I don't know. And what the Rams is doing is making it harder and harder and harder to stop them. Like, I does somebody, you know what, too? The Rams have mortgaged so much of their future. They keep signing these free agents and stuff. Like, they literally have to have an unlimited cap. Like, I don't know. They have to have unlimited cap space. I'm just convinced at this point it's just like, how do you keep. Like, I mean, when you think about it, who in the hell is the rookies on the team? Like, when was the last time they had a rookie? You know, somebody tell me. I need to know. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's and, and when you look like Seattle, all of their star players are, like, leaving. Russell Wilson in Denver. Now you got Bobby Wagner in L.A. You know, DJ Metcalf, he over there trying to figure out what's going on with him. Cause I know he don't want to stay. What, what stay and lose? I can't think of the quarterback, um, the backup quarterback name over there. But they don't. They not gonna have him number one. Which is sad. You know, he did his thing. He used to be the quarterback in New York. I can't think of his name right now. And he played them few games last season when Russell Wilson was hurt. Remember when he crashed into Aaron Donald or something and bent his finger back? Ah. Horrible that they could kept putting that camera on that man's finger like that. Way bad. But I don't know. Pete Carroll, he got some people in. They he done pissed some people off this week too. Talking about um, the NFL owners. You know what? Uh, we talked about it last week with the new rule. I don't know if we're gonna call it the updated Rooney rule or whatever they calling it, but the new rule where they gotta have offensive minority coaches assistants to hopefully boost up the coach morale. You know, oh, you got these offensive assistant coaches, and one day hopefully they'll be head coaches. I guess that's the purpose of the rule. But my man's Pete Carroll was like, that's dumb, basically. Like, y'all should have been doing this. You know, the problem is ownership. Got to really see these people for who they are and understand that, the, you know, you're going to have to hire people and that you're going to have to work with people who is different than you are. And I guess they ain't like what he had to say, which was right. I mean, everybody is not the same, but so he done pissed off a few people. We'll see if he got a job next season because I already thought they was going to fire him and keep Russell Wilson, but apparently their loyalty is more to Pete Carroll. Um, they're in the Seattle uh, front office. So Pete got his hands full this year. I'm, I'm interested to see how he chewing on that gum on the sidelines this year. Cause it's going to be, Way more intense than previous years, I'm sure. Um, but that's it, y'all. I'm I appreciate y'all staying on staying on with me, just working through my vocabulary issues today. I guess I'm not even sure what's going on because um, it's not even like I work in an office setting where I have to keep using these actual HR terms, so it's just weird. But again, if y'all see me this weekend down at opening day, say what's up. 
come see me, shoot me, come get on the website and um, comment so you can shoot me an email, let me know where you're going to be at. Or you can shoot me a text. Um, the number is 989-272-3311. Let me know. Y'all going to be down there where y'all going to be. And I'm going to try to come bump into you. Also, if you're going to watch the Masters, that is also this week. It's starting April 7th um, through the 10th. Oh, before I go, because I skipped right over it, let me congratulate Kansas uh, for winning the uh, NCAA Men's Basketball Championship it's really weird because I thought North Carolina was going to win for some odd reason. It just, they were balling. Handed Coach K his last, um, Coach K his last game, his loss over the weekend, which was crazy. I, I really thought Coach K's team was going to go all the way because it always seemed like you have those Cinderella stories in these situations. But luckily for my husband, Coach K was defeated. Duke lost to North Carolina. I thought North Carolina was going to blow them out. I mean, hell, they was up 16 points. But they fought. Coach Bill's team came back, fought. Now he has his second title. Um, He got his first one with Kansas in 08. Second one now. Congratulations to Kansas. And what's funny, y'all, is remember they didn't have the um, tournament in 2020 because of COVID. They was figuring it all out. Well, in 2020, they was the number one team. So it was like, oh, my God, they should have won then. But I guess this is how luck works. You know, the real Cinderella story is here. So congratulations again, North Carolina. I I wanted to, you know, say that earlier in the show. But, you know, I digress. I will see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>